For anyone dreaming of becoming an entrepreneur, finding your purpose is the quickest way to increase your chances of becoming successful. The passion you have for what you do will help you overcome challenges and persuade people to want to do business with you. But what if you don't really know what you're truly passionate about or what your true purpose is? In this episode, Devon and I will provide three ways to help you find what you're passionate about, what your true purpose is, so that you can start living your entrepreneurial dreams. So let's go. What does it take for you to be great? Keep it a hundred, bro, you know the answer. Pursuing your purpose, creating profits, building legacy. Anything less, how could you even fathom? Just sit back and imagine all that can truly happen when you pursue your passions. Yeah. So eliminate distractions and get back to the action. That's the law of attraction. You gotta build a team to build a dream. Family, faith, and focus counsel can only build a king. Are you prepared to reign? Cause whether you weather the weather, the weather won't change. Uh, whether you weather the weather, your weather won't change. Uh, say true to the vision. Say true to the mission. Gotta get to the finish. Take a moment to listen and come and see it through our eyes. We'll show you what it means to live uncompromised. We're uncompromised. 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 Welcome to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast presented to you by the Legacy Leadership Learning Group. Do you have an entrepreneurial spirit? Are you constantly thinking about how to create value and build new businesses? Are you trying to find innovative ways of doing business to replace old, outdated ones? If so, then we are definitely here to talk to you. Uh, this is a show where we teach you what it takes to pursue your purpose, create profits, and build a legacy. I'm Jimmy Gonzalez Jr. I am joined by my co-host, Devon Watts. Hey, what's uh, going on? Yes, sir. If you are new or one of our loyal listeners, please feel free to rate and review this podcast. And if you're watching us on YouTube, we'd love for you to like this video and subscribe to our channel. Uh, and then make sure that you share this with another budding entrepreneur that you know will gain benefit from this information. Uh, so we are excited because this is episode one. Really, actually, this is technically this is episode <coughs> 50. Episode 50. We have made it to that milestone. Uh, and this is the first episode of season three uh, of the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, formerly known as the Legacy in Leadership Podcast. Uh, yes. And season three is titled The Rebirth. The Rebirth. Uh, if you like haven't, a phoenix. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to take a look at the episode 49 that we just dropped uh, called The Big Announcement, uh, we definitely encourage you to go back and listen to that one as well. Uh, you can watch the visual component of that, the vidcast on our YouTube channel. Uh, but that really, really gets into a deep dive into 
the reasoning behind the change in the podcast and this new direction that we're headed, uh, but still full of excitement, still full of joy, still full of thankfulness for what we get to do and to bring you again the hotness, uh, which is now the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast. Absolutely. I would say for our loyal listeners who've been rocking with us in season one, don't think of this as a new direction, but merely an evolution. Uh, I think a lot of the things that we're going to be touching on or talking about are going to continue to resonate with the themes that we've been touching on in season one and two mm-hmm. of the former uh, podcast, the Legacy and Leadership podcast. Um, but now the Uncompromising Entrepreneur podcast is going to be much more laser focused again on living as an entrepreneur. What does it take again to uh, pursue your purpose, create profits, build a legacy, all of the things that we're super passionate about. I know that Jimmy and myself are excited, man. We've spent the past 30 days in the labs just working on the business, being able to lay the foundation or to really grow this thing and blow it up. Uh, and throughout all of that great strategic and business related type work um, that we are so passionate about doing as entrepreneurs, we still had that unnerving itch to get back to potting and creating. So we're excited, man, to be with you guys uh, for this episode and to kick off the dust a little bit and uh, just chop it up with our folks in our community. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, as as Devon just mentioned, a lot of the topics are really not necessarily going to, to vary that much. I mean, we're still going to be talking about uh, really at its core, though, you know, leadership, but how do you lead as an entrepreneur uh, and different things that you need to think about that are going to help you either start your business, grow your business uh, or scale your business. Uh, So today's episode, we're going to be focusing on how to find your purpose. A lot of people say passion and and that's not a, a bad word, right? You should Hopefully, there's many things that you're passionate about. We're passionate about sports and about football. We were actually just joking about some sports content before we hit record. Um, But just because you're very passionate about something doesn't necessarily mean that that's your purpose, right? And kind of what you were put here for. Um, And I'm very passionate about football. I coached football uh, back in the day, uh, some Pop Warner and flag football and stuff like that. And at one point was really thinking about being a high school coach. Uh, but as time has it, uh, I realized that wasn't my purpose yet to be a coach, but to coach in different ways and in different spaces. Um, so we really want to focus on, again, really what is your purpose? And when you find that purpose, you know, how do you use that to become a successful entrepreneur? Uh, so if you've been putting your dreams off, uh, you know, at, about becoming an entrepreneur and a successful entrepreneur because you haven't really discovered your purpose just yet. So we got three ways that we're going to help you find uh, what you're passionate about, but really what is your purpose uh, so you can start your entrepreneurial dreams if you have not done so already. So we got three things that we're going to break down for you today. And Devon is going to start off with number one. Yeah, so I, I love how you, you started to frame it up, right, about drawing the distinction between passion and purpose, right, and how mm-hmm. we're focused specifically on finding your purpose. Um, I think for purpose specifically, purpose is where passion and skill set or competency like intersect, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like that's where that's where purpose really lies. Um, you know, I'm passionate as hell about uh, anime, but I, I can barely draw stick figures. So that doesn't necessarily mean that's my purpose. Um, <clears throat> and I know that sometimes when you're talking about like finding your purpose, 
that can just be a daunting task in itself. So I think the three things that we're going to be breaking down um, will make it much more tangible and at least give you a guide for our listeners on how to start that that process of identifying what your purpose is. So the first thing um, that we recommend that anybody should do if you're trying to figure out what your, your actual purpose is, is start by following your curiosity. See, uh, a lot of times you're <clears throat> the, the things that we're the most curious about Right. Are the things that we're going to be the most motivated to continue to pursue, to learn, to tap in. And there's a certain level of um, unyieldingness. Right. Or um, being relentless. That's required when you're talking about your purpose. And while you may not have a clear vision of what you want to do with your life. Right. You're still probably curious about a lot of things. And that may make it obvious or not make it obvious as to what your purpose is. So Mm -hmm. to really tap into the unique motivations that separate you from others, you need to follow your curiosity and uncover your less apparent interests. It's, it's funny because like, as I talk to people, especially, um, over these past couple of years where I mentor, mentor entrepreneurs, talk to people who are, you know, getting ready to go out there and they're saying, Hey, um, I know I want to be an entrepreneur, right? I know I want to start a business. Can you help me figure out what I should start a business in? All right, stop. <laughs> we got to take a step back. All right, like, let's reel it in a little bit. All right. So, why do you want to be an entrepreneur? Right. Why do you want to start a business? Right. And all of those motivations can be great to define. Right. I, yeah, I want uh, financial freedom. I want the freedom of time. Right. The the ultimate the ultimate currency, my time, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be able to build something. I don't want to be at the mercy of other individuals, right? Um, I want to be able to have full autonomy. Okay, great, great, great. You're, so your motivation is in the right place, right? <clears throat> but when you come to me and you're asking me what business you should start, you don't see a disconnect or an issue there, right? And then we have to have that conversation. And it really comes back down to, look, take some time to really refine you, that purpose, where is the intersection of your passion, your curiosity, right? And your skill set, right? And what are the things that you're curious about? Um, sometimes the best thing that you can do very early on in your entrepreneurial walk is pursue the different things that you're curious about to get an understanding of where is that intersection, right? Mm-hmm. Are there certain things that I am curious about that I actually have a knack for, right? I actually have a skill set in. So not only am I curious about it and I'm, and I'm passionate, but I also have some natural ability or skill set that I think can differentiate me from other individuals, right? And um, really starting with that foundation is, to me, the first key to being able to define exactly what your purpose is uh, before you tackle, uh, you know, kind of the next couple of components. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny, just the other day on, on BitCloud, somebody had posed uh, the social media platform, somebody had posed a question, and it was very similar. And that was the two things that I kind of left for them as questions to to answer their question about, you know, what should I do uh, to start a business? And I said, you know, what do you what are you most passionate about? What do you feel your purpose is? And then I said, what are you really skilled in? Um, Because just because you're very passionate about something, if you're not uh, if you're not practitioner, if you're not skillful in that area, it. Not that, you, not that you can't learn, uh, but it may take some time, right, before you get to a particular point where you can provide a service or a product that is going to be in demand uh, and is going to allow you to to make money, right, and to serve people out there. Um, so, yes, definitely 
it is highly important to really think about what your what your purpose is and i think trying you know trying different different things out to as you you know put it really follow your curiosity is 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 helpful um one of the things that you know when we talk about helping one define what their purpose is and going from purpose to profit maybe you do have a couple of ideas right and, and one of the things that we'll be able to help you to do is really to discover like is it a true concrete idea uh, right. is their demand you know again for that for that product and for those services that you'll be able to take a market uh, take to market and again be able to to really start a business and then keep that business because we're not in the we're not here just to help you as an entrepreneur out there just start something uh, you've heard us say it a number of times and we'll continue to say it. it is fairly easy these days to start a business uh, yep. what we really want to help people to do is to start it make sure you have all your ducks in a row but then to keep it because you are gaining customers you're building clientele and you're actually starting to make profit for yourself right um, exactly and then scaling it from there so um, well, what I like too about, <clears throat> excuse me, what I like too about, you know, focusing on curiosity first. Um, and you talked about like asking, Hey, what are you skilled at? Mm -hmm. What you often find is that what you're curious about, you invest time in exactly. what you, what you invest time in, right? Time is the key to mastery, right? Everybody, you, you all have heard that before 10,000 hours makes you a master, right? So, you know, what you're curious about, you spend time in. What you spend time on, you end up mastering, and what you master becomes a skill, right? And so then that skill can be a differentiator and something that you can use to say, hey, I want to go to market here, right? I want to turn this into a business. Um, and the curiosity is necessary because I, I think about um, – you know, the different, so the different journeys that we've had, right. Mm -hmm. Um, in our lives as entrepreneurs, even prior to this, right. You with, you know, your fitness, um, you know, venture me with the, you know, my music ventures, right. Before I knew that I was going to create a business and pursue being a musician and an artist and writing for other people and, um, composing and producing and all that other stuff. Right. Before I knew that, I just knew I was curious about how music was created how music was structured, how, how can you take words and fit them into a rhyme scheme and get your point across and do it in a way that is, um, intricate and complex, but yet catchy, right? Like that was a curiosity. And it was that curiosity that kept me going when I was writing some trash raps, like in the beginning, you know what I mean? When I was putting stuff together and it was like, this is like, I look back now because of, the hours that I've spent just pursuing that curiosity and refining my craft, I can look mm -hmm. back on some of my initial stuff. I'm like, bro, my, like that rhyme pattern was just so, uh, elementary. Like, like I force, I force a syllable in here. Like, what is that? Like the bridge doesn't even make sense. And, um, you know, the, the whole song structure, this one's an eight bar. Then I transit like, this is a 12 bar verse. Like, what is this? Like I have that, that keen eye now, <clears throat> But if it wasn't for the curiosity, I wouldn't have been able to continue to pursue investing the time to create the level of mastery where I can look back and say with confidence um, that now if I'm called to hey, write something, compose something, it's going to be high caliber work and I can do it very effectively. And I know it's worth it's worth monetizing like you're going to pay me for my pen. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so that curiosity is just such a such a critical component. Um, again, tying back to what you said about the skill, because. 
the curiosity is what leads to the time investment and that time investment is necessary for a mastery to develop the skill. So um, pursuing your curiosity can actually be very, very fruitful um, as an entrepreneur if you stick to it. Yeah, I'm with you on that because I even think about, you know, from a coaching perspective, it was something that I found an appreciation to do. And I say coaching even from, uh, you know, when we first met working in a sales environment, right, and coaching uh, salespeople and learning that process, but, you know, helping people to set goals, helping them to, to accomplish things that maybe they thought they weren't going to be able to accomplish, seeing their excitement when they, when they attain their goals. Uh, and then, like you said, putting in the work, right, to, to get better at that skill and to get better at coaching people. The fitness was already there, working out, loving to exercise, loving to help people, uh, and then realizing, you know what, I want to take these same skills that I've been working on and just take it into a different space. You know, instead of helping people, uh, which is still cool, right, to help people make money um, at that particular time. But, you know, then I wanted to be able to help people to to reach whatever physical goals that they had for themselves. Uh, and again, taking the same skill set from an engagement perspective, from a coaching perspective, from a goal setting perspective, but just doing it in a different space. Uh, but again, it, it was all about that curiosity and and allowing that, as you mentioned, to hone the skills uh, that made it easier to to start to make some of those transitions. Uh, and, you know, I don't know, 20 some odd years later, you know, we're still here uh, and coaching is, is still obviously a strong love and a strong passion. Yes. But I know that it's not just a passion. It is a purpose for me. So um, which up? leads What's us up? to yeah, to number two. Right. Because if if you're thinking about how do i you know really go about finding what my true purpose is so that i can become a successful entrepreneur number one is follow your curiosity number two is don't think about the money don't think about the money we are all going into business and i've said this you're going to business to make money uh, but that can't be or shouldn't be i encourage that to not be the main thing that you're thinking about uh, what is the purpose that you feel you have? What is the the solve that you have for your tribe and your community, right? So who are the people out there that have some type of problem that you feel you have a solution for? And then what is the best way for me to uh, to market that, to express that, to communicate that, to tell stories about what I've been through and how I can help you so that now I can eliminate that problem uh, for you. And whatever that issue is, again, I can provide a solution. So if you want... No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, if you want to spend your life like doing what you love, the best way is is to really, you know, kind of like focus on those things and treat any financial concerns that you have really as as secondary concerns. We should definitely be thinking about the how we're going to make money. How is this this again, this product, this service going to go to market? You know, what numbers do I need to hit in order, especially if you're talking about someone who maybe had a nine to five and now you're leaving that nine to five to do this like, you know, there's certain uh, bills and expenses and you have to be able to earn enough money to pay for those things and take care of yourself or your family, whatever that situation may be for you. Um, so we're not saying to completely forget about it. It's still going to be a secondary concern, but really focus on the love, the, the purpose that you have and how you're going to be able to impact other people's lives along the way. Yeah, man, I, I do. Um, you saw, obviously you saw me getting ready to jump in, but I wanted you to finish. I wanted you to <laughs> nah, finish, finish your thought because one of the things that you said when you were just kind of breaking that down, like 
instantly just kind of left this impression with me, man. And um, I felt compelled to share this. I think a lot of the issues that um, I often see entrepreneurs run into, business owners run into, early business owners run into, is that just because you start the business, just because they started a business, they still think of themselves as employees and not as mm. a business, right? And I, I would say my challenge to our listeners, right, our entrepreneurs, as you know, we talk about this subject specifically, right? If you stop thinking of yourself as an employee and start thinking of yourself as what you are, which is a business, that changes your perspective on or your expectations on how quickly you turn money, right? Like I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, give, I'll give you a good example here, right? Uh, there are Fortune 500 companies that the first, like when they go to market and they get investment from venture capitalists and the whole nine and the venture capitalists sit down with them and say, all right, how long is it going to take before you guys start turning a profit that is making money, right? That means making more to making more than enough money to cover your expenses and still have something in the bank afterwards. Mm -hmm. Most companies, believe it or not, large companies, it's 10 to 15 years is the time frame that that venture capitalist firms, equity, private equity firms, all of them expect them to start actually producing a profit. And these are fortune. And, I, and this is I'm talking about fortune 500, fortune 100 companies like Amazon. When think about when did Amazon become profitable? Think about uh, Tesla. Right. We look at Elon Musk. And we look at Tesla. Tesla has not turned a profit. As a business entity, mm. it has not turned a profit yet. We know we know what they represent to the market space. We know how people view them as a as a company. We know how people view Elon Musk. Right. And so I'm I'm, I'm sharing that to say that. It's not that they're not making money. They are making money. They are generating sales. Right. But they're not making more than it costs to build the business, to scale the business, to bring the ideas to fruition. They're not at that point yet, right? They're mm -hmm. not at that, that, that flex point just yet, right? So as a entrepreneur for smaller business, because you know, you're not building a Fortune 500, 100 company, right? You're building your, your company that's going to um, you know, provide services in your community, right? That you're going to be able to build on, you know, build a legacy and pass on for generation, right? So we're not expecting you to take 10, 15 years before you turn a profit, but is five years reasonable? Yeah, five years is reasonable. So now you have to come in with that mindset that says, all right, if I'm not going to be in a position where my business is turning a profit until five years, Right. And everything before that, I'm growing my client base. I'm growing my I'm scaling my business. I'm generating revenue. But because I'm also investing in growing the business. Right. I'm growing my cost. Right. How do I make sure that that five years I can take care of my basic needs so I can get to that five year point? Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to level to have that level set as an entrepreneur um, when we talk about goal setting, when we talk about, you know, um, you know, planning, strategic planning, um, because absent of that, if you come into it, you're thinking, all right, I open up shop today. All right. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to you know, send out some, you know, Facebook messages. I'm going to post on Instagram and yeah, next month, man, I'm going to be swimming in the dough. This is going to be great. Mm -hmm. All right. And I'm going to be profitable, man. I'm going off to the races. We quit, you know, be able to quit my job, nine to five, forget it. 
like whoever heard of one, never working for nobody ever again. Right. And that's just an unrealistic expectation, especially if your desire is to be able to scale the business. See, profit um, being profitable is all relative. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's your revenue versus your, your cost, your cost structure. Right. So, um, yeah, I know you guys have, you know, you, you know, our listeners may have heard this joke before. Right. Where they were talking about how uh, uh, I forgot who the comedian was. He was talking about how Michael Jackson went bankrupt. It's like, you know, Michael Jackson going bankrupt is not the same as we going us going bankrupt, bankrupt, right? Like Michael Jackson, God bless the dead, you know, his bankrupt bankruptcy is I made 50 million, but I spent 51 million, right? I'm bankrupt, mm-hmm. right? Um, so again, being profitable is all relative. You can be very profitable as a small business if your goal is never to scale, right? You can keep your costs extremely low, mm-hmm. right? Like, Forget having a website, you know, only uh, sell to people through DM only cash app, right? Like you can do all of that. Um, you're not going to generate a lot of revenue because you're not going to reach the that nexus point of clients and being able to scale where you're turning enough revenue to really grow. Right. So, I mean, you may make enough to cover your gas, you know, uh, you know, maybe go out on a date, a couple of dates every single month. But that's not building a business. You know what I mean? What is it? Like, that's no different than, you know, when we were, uh, you know, jits, you know, selling, uh, you know, lollipops and chips uh, in school. Right. <laughs> like that's that's not much of a business either. Right. Um, and so, I, I, again, I think it's important. Right. Like th- to your point, don't think about the money in the sense that you set create this undue pressure on yourself to immediately start turning revenue to the point that you're profitable like hey mm-hmm. i gotta be profitable tomorrow right that's unrealistic if the goal is really to build something that's sustainable that's scalable right stop thinking of yourself as an employee and think of yourself as a business and when you research what the reasonable expectations for business to reach profitability is that will level set your expectation of how quickly you can get to that point and then you plan from now until that point to make sure that you can maintain yourself so that you can see that come to fruition. Absolutely. And it really gets down to, you know, what you really love and just practicality. So if, if the, the practicality of what you want to do and how much you can earn is like, again, that primary criteria for you, you're going to quickly start to limit your options to what is predictable, right? Because making it, it's going to make it tough for you to really start doing what it is that you really love. So by allowing yourself to follow, as we talked about in number one, to follow your curiosity without worrying about money, you'll start to find yourself in a, a much stronger position, a position of power that will ultimately put you in the position of earning money on your terms and not somebody else's terms. Um, so it's very important to to follow your curiosity. And then again, don't think about the money. Uh, think about what it is that you really love. Start to, to find ways to do that uh, and make sure that you keep those things as the primary concern. And again, the finances as a secondary concern, taking into consideration what Devon just broke down for us. And in doing so, know that you're in it for the long haul uh, and you're you're going to be patient and put the time in and still get after it. Right. But working smarter, working harder, hopefully working harder in your competition to make it past those pain points so that you can reach year three, year four, year five. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to take to get you to that point. Bro, I didn't see so many entrepreneurs just just mess up future money, bro. 
mm. like focus on the like being pressed to, to for the short term, like the short term dollar. Um, and it's just things that, you know, they may not even think about. Right. Like um, instead of like really building like a, a, you know, a clean POS, you know what I mean? Like you're you know, you're asking people to hit you up in, in your DM for like mm-hmm. in order to generate sales like I, like there there's nothing wrong with being scrappy, right? Like you need to be scrappy at times. You need to be able to, you know, be gritty um, at times, you know, as an entrepreneur. Right. But don't use scrappiness as an excuse for laziness. Right. Mm-hmm. Put in the time to do it right. To, you know, it's better to, you know, take a week to get it built right than to launch it today and then cost yourself revenue in not just the future weeks, but the future months and years, because that impression, man, is just it's so hard for people to undo. And if you can't, the, the minute you open your doors and you say, hey, I am here. All right. I am in this space. I, you know, um, I'm in the marketplace. I have something to offer. That's the minute that the marketplace is starting to make uh, determination and judging the quality and the caliber of what you're producing from that very minute. Right. And for some of those individuals, they may not come and check for you again. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, you got the quick dollar right now. Right. Because you're chomping at the bit to, to, you know, show off that you're you're an entrepreneur and um, you're a business owner and you're doing your thing. Right. Um, but you end up just messing up money in the future because you don't take the time to invest in the processes, to goal set properly, to build out your systems, to build out your infrastructure and give yourself a foundation that you can build on for the long term. Right. And it's not going to require you to go back to square one. If you're starting with something today that, you know, um, in hell and you know, two months, 5,000 people decided, you know, out of nowhere, hey, I want to use your service, that mm-hmm. it would cause you to say, oh, I got to start over. I got to build something different to accommodate them. Then you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Spend the time to build the foundation now so that when the demand comes, mm-hmm. right, you don't have to change your foundation, right? You may just have to add more um, resources to be able to keep up with the demand, but you're not saying I have to go back to the drawing board to figure out how to operate in this space because what I built um, today was to accommodate the the two or three people that would hit me up in DM, not the five thousand people that would visit my website and um, you know or my place of business and actually try and do business with me. Yeah, now, that's a important concept, and it had me thinking about the the advice that Kurt the connector provider, right? He was giving me some coaching. I was talking to him about where we were at and, and again, the evolution of, of the business uh, and specifically talking about uncompromising entrepreneurship coaching. He was, you know, reminding me to make sure that our process is in place, you know, onboarding, offboarding, that everything is just top notch. All the things that you just mentioned are in place so that once you start getting to that point where we have a number of clients coming in, it, it it also provides a sense like man they've been doing this for some time because everything is in place it it not to say that it's going to be perfect but there's a nice flow there's a nice smooth uh working to the process uh which means something to clients which means something to customers uh when they're looking for uh for excellence when they're looking for results when they're looking for what separates you from the other you know insert uh 
kind of in the blank right now, whatever that is that you do, whatever that service is that you provide. Um, so the, the sooner you can get yourself to a spot and you put in the work to make sure that those systems uh, are in place and those processes are in place, uh, the better off you're going to be, the better um, experience your, your clients are going to have in the long run as well. Yeah, absolutely. So we talked about following your curiosity. Don't think about the money. Next. Again, three things that we're breaking down for you that's going to help you to find your purpose and become a successful entrepreneur. Number three, don't be afraid to quit if it's not working. Absolutely. So um, I think it was you, man, who just kind of you know talked about this because of the book that um, Stacey gave you, mm -hmm. right? Um, and ever since you you, know, you kind of planted that seed, um, it's definitely been something that um, has resonated with me. And I've actually I've, we've had a couple of uh, folks um, in you know, our various uh, groups and stuff like that that have actually you know talked about this point specifically, right? Um, because um, it's ingrained in us, right, that you know um, to not quit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like for, you know, from an early age, it's ingrained with us. Like, no, you don't quit, right? Quitters never win, um, and the reality is more in the grays, right? It's not that black and white, right? Yeah. Um, cause there are many people, many people in the world who are, you know, have been wired from an early age to say, Hey, I, I can't quit. Right. I can't quit. I can't give up. Like I, I gotta just push through it. Right. And those people hate what they're doing. <laughs> they hate their jobs. And they know that they're meant to do something different in life. But because of this being beholden to this mantra of never quitting, right, they decide to stay in that position that they hate for such a long time doing absolutely nothing, not even remotely close to their purpose or their passion. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and that's beyond not being fulfilling right um you know personally that's not fulfilling your purpose right those are years that you're, you're you're mortgaging years away from the pursuit of your purpose right um you know at the expense of i don't know maybe trying to save face uh, i don't know what it is right but we're here to tell you that when it comes to you know finding uh, finding your passion, following your passion, you can't be afraid to quit, especially if something is not working, right? Um, you know, if the current situation is not working for you, you need to be able to find something else, right? Staying in your job, staying in the situation that you're in that you hate, won't allow you to learn or discover, right, the the ideal career for you or the skill set needed to bring your you bring your purpose to fruition. We talked about how following your curiosity is a critical component of that. If I'm wasting away hours doing something I loathe, right, for <laughs> for organization, a situation, a person, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. um, that is not feeding me, right, even when I clock out, I carry that with me. What does that do to my energy to then go and pursue my, 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 uh, my purpose to follow my curiosity, mm -hmm. right? We've all been there before. You know, you've been in a situation where, you know, maybe, you know, you got stuck with a task that you didn't particularly like, right? Or in a situation you didn't particularly like. And even when it was over, you still carried it with you. And now, you know, now it's the topic of discussion in the next 
place so that you can talk about how much you hated what you had to do. Right. And like, man, I can't believe. And then, you know, they had me doing it. And again, throughout all of that, you're being robbed of time. You're mortgaging your time. And we've talked about how time is the most important currency that we have as mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, right? It's the most important resource that we have. It is finite. Entrepreneurs know that more than anybody else, more than anybody else, right? More than anybody else. We all have, you've heard the mantra before, we all have the same 24, right? We all have the same 24, but we don't all treat it the same, right? Mm -hmm. And so entrepreneurs, what makes entrepreneurs very unique is their ability to be able to get the most out of their 24 by having laser-like focus and only investing their time, their most valuable resource, in the things that align with their purpose, with their passions, with their curiosity, because that's how you generate profits and that's how you generate a legacy. So if you are sitting here wasting away, I hate what I am doing, but I can't quit it because I, 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 haven't, I haven't figured out what's next for me. I haven't figured out what that, that thing I'm going to transition to. I haven't found the better opportunity. I haven't found the next job to hold me over until I can actually take time to figure out what I'm passionate about. If you're doing that, you're, the time is passing regardless. The time is passing regardless. Um, and it reminded me, actually reminded me of um, a quote um, I read actually from Elon Musk, right? He was just saying, he was saying that, um, you know, if you have a 10 year plan, right? If you have a 10 year plan, you need to take your 10 year plan and figure out like hell how you can get your 10 year plan accomplished in six months, mm -hmm. right? In six months. And he's like, you'll likely fail. You will likely fail, but you'll be a hell of a lot further than the person who already made their mind up that it was going to take them 10 years in order to get it done. And that's the same for the person that's just sitting there that's afraid to quit, right? Yeah, you may be afraid like hell. Like, I don't know what the next step is, right? Put yourself in the position to figure it out immediately and pursue it. Take a leap of faith and pursue it. You'll be a hell of a lot further along. Even if you don't have it fully figured out, you'll be a hell of a lot further along in a year from now than if you would have stayed another year wasting away in something that is not feeding you, serving you, or getting you closer to your purpose. Facts. Yeah, I saw that you, you tweeted that quote out. Uh, that was definitely a good one. Uh, I think, you know, what it gets down to is depending on, you know, when we say quit, right? If we're talking about, you know, quitting your current job because it is just something that you absolutely hate, maybe it's not I'm ready to go off into, you know, my entrepreneur endeavor. Maybe you have to switch your career or find something different. Uh, but it's having the the courage and the confidence to be able to do so. It's also, as Vaughn just mentioned, like when you know your purpose, having that confidence that even if I don't have everything figured out, I, I know enough and I've, I've built a solid foundation that I'm confident in this next move. Um, just like when I decided to leave corporate America, you know, we were already working uh, Trinity Fitness Central Florida for at least two years. But we knew that it was time to get our own physical location. Uh, we had, you know, a successful um, a fundraising event that we did and, and we knew that it was it was time to make that happen and to put a hundred percent time and effort you know into into getting the gym building it out and then growing it from there uh, but there's a lot of courage but again there was a lot of confidence uh, that was needed 
to and not just in myself but the board of directors the team that we had to be able to you know to take that next step um so if confidence is maybe something that you're you're a little challenged with right now as as an entrepreneur or somebody who is looking to jump into entrepreneurship uh don't fret because on the next episode we're actually going to be breaking down five ways uh, that you can build yourself confidence for business success so you're not going to want to miss that one uh, but finding your passion isn't always an easy thing to do right uh, if you want to be a successful entrepreneur you have to take the time to figure out what not just what you're passionate about but what you truly feel your purpose is uh, so that you can go from purpose to profit uh, again these three tips that we just provide will help you to discover what your purpose is uh, and then put you on a path to success uh, so as we broke them down Again, make sure that you follow your curiosity, don't think about the money, and don't be afraid to quit if it's not working. Uh, maybe the idea itself is not working. It's okay to quit that and then maybe shift gears a little bit and find a different angle to get to that ultimate goal that you're trying to get to. Um, any last thoughts, Mr. Devon Watts? So uh, what I will say first and foremost is, man, just, again, excited to, to be back uh, with our community, our people, oh, yeah. uh, connecting with other entrepreneurs so that we can really talk to you about, again, how to pursue your purpose, how to create profits, how to build a legacy. Um, I think that this is a really, really solid first offering because um, it really does start with uh, identifying your purpose. Um, going back to entrepreneur um, that, you know, kind of reached out, um, to myself, um, as a part of like a smaller, uh, you know, uh, minority, uh, small business group, you know, Hey, I'm sorry. I want to start a business. What business do I start? Like, honestly, with the right purpose, right. Where you have your, your passion and your skill intersects, but the, you can start a business in anything. There are people selling it all. Right. Mm -hmm. The folks that are successful, the folks that are able to not just start it, but scale it, maintain it. All of that are the ones who have identified what their purpose is and they serve that un like unyieldingly. They serve that. Um, and so if you don't take anything away from what we've shared today, um, it's that it's start with defining your purpose. Really challenge yourself. Have you found your purpose? Right is, you know, if you're an entrepreneur right now, um, you know, really take a critical eye to, to what you believe your purpose is for your business and ask yourself, is it, is my purpose too broad? Cause mm -hmm. like sometimes if, if you find that the way you describe your purpose, if your, your purpose is broad, if your purpose can be put on, um, a bumper sticker, right. If it can be put on a bumper sticker or a campaign slogan, it may be lacking a little bit, de uh, a little bit of the details. It may be lacking some of the focus. You may not connect with people, right? See, um, you know, uh, our folks may not know, but early on in my my uh, academic career, I'm in school. I actually, you know, I started off with uh, majoring in poli sci, um, and one of the things 
that I learned very early on is that campaigns and actually, hell, we talk about coming full circle. You and I actually did work to, uh, work on we a campaign did. together where I was uh, helping uh, with uh, somebody who's running for county commissioner. Um, but what you find out when you're talking about campaigns is that campaign slogans are intentionally supposed to be broad and vague and not very um, nuanced or specific. Right. So that people can interpret whatever they want. Right. Um, and it, it feels good, but it doesn't really mean a lot. You know what I mean? Um, and it's not necessarily a commitment. It's just more of a, a feeling like a warm hug. Right. So if your purpose can fit on a bumper sticker, it can be a campaign slogan. You, you need you got some work to do because that's not going to allow you to, to be able to go deep. Right. Like to go deep. And that's what we really talk about when we're talking about you know, building your business, finding your purpose, being able to scale it. Like the only way you do that is to go deep and how you connect, how you connect with your people, your tribe, your niche, right? Your, your community, your market, whatever you want to call it, right? You have to be able to go deep. And so, um, again, if your purpose is, uh, again, uh, it sounds like you're running for uh president in, uh, 20, <laughs> 2024, I would challenge you to go back to the drawing board and just really challenge yourself on whittling it down even more and if you don't know how to start with that start with what you're curious about 100 percent uh so our purpose uh for our men out there minority men who are looking to start a business maybe you're looking to leave your nine to five and turn that what might be a side hustle right now into not just a hustle but a full-time um flourishing business we are here to serve you we want you uh, to help you to uh, not just build a business but build a legacy and help you reclaim that entrepreneurial birthright that is yours and ours again uh, to state claim of uh, we want to be able to help you do that and, and make sure that you are uh, pursuing your purpose creating profits and again building a legacy so to all of our uncompromising entrepreneurs out there thank you for listening thank you for rocking with us on our 50th episode uh, and the hey. first official episode yes of season three the rebirth um, we would definitely appreciate uh, you showing us some love. Go ahead and leave a comment, like, and share this episode. Uh, it costs you nothing but uh, a very, very small amount of time, which we would definitely, definitely appreciate. Wait very a minute, bro. This is also the the one-year mark. Oh, how can I? <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. We, we have hit the 50th episode, and yes, it is also the one-year mark. Uh, of of our podcast and this journey that uh, that we've been on, so um, we're still going to be doing our lives. So so uh, definitely pay close attention on all of our social media platforms uh, to to make sure that you're aware of the next time that we go live. But we still have cold brew and convos. We may be adding a little twist here and there. Cold brew convos and consults uh, mm -hmm. coming. Yes, coming to you. Very, very soon. So be on the lookout for that. But we thank you so much. Uh, again, hope that you enjoy this episode. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think about these three nuggets that we just dropped for you today. Uh, and again, don't forget next episode, uh, five easy ways that you can build self-confidence for business success. You're not going to want to miss that. Uh, so until next time, uh, God bless and stay encouraged, y'all. You have just listened to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Yvonne Watts. Thank you. 
and we hope that you pursue your passion, create profits, and build a legacy. Until next time, y'all.